Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, welcome back to Fantasy Fever with Marcus Hemingway. And once again, as you know, if you've been listening the last couple of weeks, that's me. And you can find me at hey underscore underscore mh. Also, guys, please check out um one of the hottest sports websites going on right now. Up and coming, getting bigger and bigger every day. And that's the DMBSportsNetwork.com. You can find these guys on Twitter at DMB underscore SN for very, 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 very good daily content on all things DC sports, fantasy football, tennis, and other sports. Basketball is really hot in the DMV. Um, I get a lot of my basketball updates from the DMV Sports Network. So let's hop right into it. So, you know how the first time you do something, you, you suck at it. And then the second time, you get a little better at it. Third time, maybe a little bit better, still making mistakes. Then the fourth time, you're starting to kind of get it, and you're starting to feel it. Well, that's how I feel about my um, my my year this year in fantasy football. I'm used to PPR leagues, and a lot of the leagues I've joined this year are standard leagues. And, you know, I've most of my records suck. I mean, in my PPR leagues, I'm still, I think I'm like 7-1 and one in my PPR league. And, and most of my standard leagues, uh, although I got all wins this week, which is great, I still have a chance of making the playoffs in all of my leagues. So, I'm, again, I'm not panicking, but, you know, I, I feel like I, I need to spend more time with standard leagues because I'm just not, I'm not winning at the rate that I'm used to winning. And it, it's, it's quite differently. It's quite different. Um you know, you got some guy, the the running backs and wide receiver values are, are kind of weird. You can get by in PPR league, you can get by with uh, slot receivers and, and you'll be okay because, you know, most of the time slot receivers come up with something like seven receptions for 60 something yards or something like that. But in standard leagues, you're going to need a dominant receiver. You're going to need that number one receiver. You're going to need that Odell Beckham, uh, Hopkins, and and, the, and these guys. You're going to need those number one receivers in your standard leagues because these are guys who are getting touchdowns. These are guys getting the fade routes in the end zone. And, you know, is with these guys, they make a difference for you. And the same thing with the running backs. You're going to need running backs who's going to score, who's going to get you hat tricks like Todd Gurley or Melvin Gordon. You know, I went all in with Jordan Howard, and he's, he's played like shit all season. So that's that's really been putting putting a lot of my teams into, into the hole that I'm in right now. But I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about being in that hole. But once again, like I say, when when you start something, you get you get used to it. Like, oh, okay, I, I I see how this goes. I see what they how they want me to do things. And it's the same thing with fantasy football. You get in there, and you're in there, and you, you lose a couple games. Like, 
Okay, so what am I doing wrong? You go out, you make some trades, switch some things around. Now you get you can start see your team seeing your team start to develop a lot more. And it's 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 hidden in the October. And teams are are who they should be at this point. And it all the good teams will start to surface. And and the trade deadline is actually today at 4 p.m. Eastern. And the good thing about that, I'm on the West Coast this. I'm on. I'm sorry, not the West Coast. I'm I'm on the East Coast this week. Uh, this is going to be a travel week for me, so the podcast will be cut rather short. Unfortunately, I'm uh, catching a plane to Medellin, Medellin, Colombia. In a couple hours here, so uh, I'm gonna be kind of off the grid for a bit. But um, week nine, man, we we made it all the way to week nine. A couple more weeks, be playoff time. Still fighting for that playoff spot. I know I am. I think um, maybe one and six in in one league, but I won this week, so I'm two and six. Still got a chance, in my opinion. So we'll see. But um, the, the, the main thing is, when you join these new leagues that you've never played before, is to get better. And I feel like I've done that. I feel like I understand how I should have drafted versus how I drafted. And I u- utilize the players on my roster to get the players that I needed on my roster to be successful. So I didn't draft well. I didn't draft accordingly. I drafted well, in my opinion. And I suggested the right draft to anybody who follows me. But I didn't draft accordingly in a couple of leagues. And so I started off in a hole. But now I'm in a good place. I made some trades. I did some waiver wire pickups. Now I'm primed to get some W's. So, you know, it's just, like I say, it's just like learning how to ride a bike. Uh, You're going to get on. You're going to fall off. Unless you like my brother. um, He taught me how to ride a bike. Uh, And and he pushed me off when he got frustrated with me not being able to grasp what he was trying to throw at me. So, you know, he pushed me off and, and, you know, you learn real fast that way. So it's just like riding a bike, getting on, falling off, getting back on, falling back off, getting back on, pedaling a little bit, then falling. It's just like, just like learning a bike. Rest in peace, my brother, too, man. Um, is the main reason I do this stuff. I, the main reason why I'm into sports, main reason why continue to put out this daily content uh week nine let's go so week nine waiver wire what do we have the waiver wire is starting to get slimmer and slimmer each week but it's always a couple players on there that you can say i would like for you to be a part of my team and this week's waiver wire, we have a couple 
returning players. My main man Fitz Magic is back, baby. Fitz Magic is back. So Jameis Winston went out there and decided he needed to throw four interceptions in the game against the Bengals. And uh, so they they went ahead and pulled him out of there and put uh, Fitz Magic in there. You know what? Fitz was ready. He came out, went 11 for 19 for 194 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not going to talk about what Fitz can do. We all know what he can do. Go out there and make it happen. Unfortunately, he does have the Carolina defense this week and a couple, a little bit to to prepare for the Carolina defense. So I don't know how he's going to play on um, that defense. And that actual that whole team is actually trending pretty good right now. Um, the Carolina Panthers. So I'd I'd beware. But if you need a quarterback this week and a deep league, because your quarterback is on a bye week. Um, Fitzmagic will be available more than likely because a lot of people probably went out and dropped them after Jameis Winston got back in week four. So if you need a quarterback, uh, there are bye weeks going on this week. I don't really know off the top of my head who the bye weeks are. Uh, let's see here who's on a, on a rest. I think it's like, uh, I'm not going to think. I'm just going to pull it up. So week nine, bye weeks goes week nine. The Eagles for sure. I know the Eagles Eagles are on a bye for sure. And then you have, come on. Bing, oh, it's a big bye week. Big, 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 big bye week. So be aware. Bengals, Coats, Giants, Eagles, Cardinals, Jaguars. Oh, man. That's a, it's a big, 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 big bye week. I think I spoke about this a couple weeks ago, not getting caught with your pants down and, um, and, not, and not having the right players on your team during these bye weeks. I know one of my leagues, I probably – could have done a little bit better with um let's just say I got caught with my pants down and I looked at that roster this morning I'm like oh shit I got a whole bunch of players out this week so be aware of those bye weeks back to the waiver wire um I don't know what the Philadelphia Eagles got going on in their backfield uh I'm sure they'll have time to figure this out and that's his biggest Biggest thing that they wanted to do uh, was get get a look at Josh Adams, who um, who's a he's more of a bruising back versus what Clement Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood are a little bit more scat backs, but Josh Adams is a little bit more physical than those guys, and they um they gave him 18 snaps on the offense on Sunday against the Jaguars, and he took advantage. Uh, he, Came out with nine carries for 61 yards. Pretty good, pretty good day for uh, 18 snaps. So uh, if if you need a running back, if you want to give a running back a spin, I look at Josh Adams. Uh, they're like I say, they're on a bye week this week, so they wanted to give them a look before the bye week to see if they need more likely to see if they needed to go out and ask about a Lashawn McCoy or ask about a Le'Veon Bell in the trade before the trade deadline. 
Uh, one guy I've been looking at for weeks uh, who was on, actually on the IR boomerang was Ed Dixon. Uh, it's his first week back uh, this past weekend. He played. He played fairly well. Uh, two, yeah, two targets, and that's uh, two targets for 54 yards and a touchdown. And that's not bad for a first day back. Um, it looks like Russell Wilson will look his way in the red area, which will be good. And it's, again, the tight ends suck in this league this year. So look, look, look for Ed Dixon if you need a tight end streamer during this big bye week we have here. At this point, we're we're, we're just playing bye weeks, and you know the the waiver wires are slim of great players, but there are good players on the waiver wire. So these are a couple players that you you can take a look at. I mean, like I say, I mean, I don't have any great players on my waiver wire pickups this week. Uh, uh, one more, I'll go one more here, is um, DJ Moore for the Carolina Panthers. I don't really know. I haven't really got a grasp on the Carolina Panthers' offense. Um, one week it can be DJ Moore, one week it can be Christian McCaffrey, or one week it could be Cam Newton doing it all himself. This week, DJ Moore had a pretty good – he was pretty involved in the offense. He came out with 129 yards, all purpose, 129 all-purpose yards. So they're looking to get him involved as any way they can, and it looks like they like him. So uh, look for DJ Moore. Uh, more so PPR leagues because he's not – it doesn't look like he's going to get a consistent workload like that. It just depends on the team they're playing, and he just fit the, the scheme this past week. So give him a spin if you're um, looking for somebody in a deep league like that. And then one one more thing that you need to be looking at. The trade deadline is today. I think I've said that twice now. So, guys, uh, there are a couple players out there whose names been thrown out. Demarius Thomas is one of the notable ones for the Denver Broncos. Cortland Sutton has actually been coming along pretty good the last couple weeks. I want to say maybe two or three weeks ago he was in one of my waiver weekly waiver wire pickups. But Cortland Sutton, if that if, the, if a Demarius Thomas trade happens, Cortland Sutton is a player that needs to be added in all leagues because he has a really good rapport with with um, Case Keenum. So definitely add Cortland Sutton. Chris Godwin for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's hard to tell what they're going to do down there in Tampa Bay. Uh, they're not going to turn that season around because they don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback. But Chris Godwin is a good receiver to look at if Deshaun Jackson happens to get traded. I don't think that's a pot, really a, a real possibility. But if Deshaun Jackson happens to get dealt, uh, look for Chris Godwin to start trending upward in, in that offense. He's actually been playing really well in the um, reserve slot role. So, um Look for him to get more time if if Deshaun Jackson is traded. And Dante Pettis for the San Francisco 49ers. I really liked him at the beginning of the season, and he got a little banged up. 
Uh, I think hamstring issues. He got a little banged up at the beginning of the season, so um, he started to kind of fall on the depth chart a little bit. But looking at moving PR Garcon or Garcon to a more a veteran team who who would need him, so it's like a Texans team. PR Garcon would do since they lost uh, Fuller last week and Kiki Kuti. It hasn't been healthy the last couple weeks. He actually hasn't been healthy all season. So PR Garcon would be a really good addition to that um, Texans team who's actually doing really well right now and looking to make a late playoff push. And that division, they actually do have a chance to make a playoff push. The Jags suck. Um, I think the Texans, the Tennessee Titans suck too. The Texans and the Colts, though, they're going to be – fighting over that division towards the end of the year. Both of those teams are are trending towards um, a winning team. So they both picked it up the last couple weeks, and Andrew Luck looks like the Andrew Luck of old. So um, look for Dante Pettis and, and P.R. Garcon also. And like I say, I don't, we don't know what's going to go on with the trade deadline. I'm recording this a little early, so – and maybe I'll pop back on to to talk a little bit about the trade deadline, but um, look for this to to affect some players in a positive, uh, affect some waiver wire players in a positive way. So, and that is this week's waiver wire pickups. Hope you can use some of these players to help your team. Before we continue. I would like to speak a little bit about the DMV Sports Network podcast. Um, it's a lot of great podcasts. I know you, of course, know about mine, but it's more than mine. You got the NBA Quick Report podcast on Sundays, the Hallcast, and if you're a Redskins fan, this is your show. The Hallcast show comes on on Mondays. No, speaking of the Redskins, they're doing really good right now with Adrian Peterson, with the little Adrian Peterson and Alex Smith connection. So check out the Hallcast show on Mondays. Uh, again, one of my favorites. I've spoke on this before. It's about time DC uh, on Tuesdays cover all the DC, all things DC sports. Um, Ed on Wiz every Wednesday. If you're a Wizards fan. If you're an NBA fan, this is your show. And, of course, Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway, on Thursdays. And another great show, The Dom and Thunder Show. It covered the national topics. Um, this is one of the better shows, one of the better podcasts I've ever listened to. So, shout out to Dom and Thunder. Check that show out on Fridays. It's just, it makes me feel good that my show comes on Thursday, kind of like a, I'm kind of like a warm-up for the Dom and Thunder show, and, and it, it, that's a good feeling to be a warm-up for a great show, and I, as well, the DC Power Play, which is a Capitals podcast on Saturdays, these are all shows, uh, we just kind of announced these, all of our shows this past weekend, so 
you know, give us a look every day. We have something for you every day on the DMV Sports Network. Again, you can follow on Twitter at DMV underscore SN for all your daily content, national, local, and fantasy football. We're here for you, and we got you. All right, guys, it's been a hell of a trade deadline day. A lot of stuff went down. Not really a lot of stuff, but a couple of the notable trades were Demarius Thomas traded from Denver to Houston Texans and also Golden Tate to Philadelphia. And one of my favorite trades was the haha Clinton Dixon trade. Whatever this kid's name is. His real name is Hashan. But um, the Clinton Dix trade to Washington another notable trade and also Ty Montgomery who um, kind of hosed the Packers the other night against the Rams um, he got traded to the Baltimore Ravens so Packers were extremely active they got two disgruntled players off their roster which would be a good thing for them um, the Demarius Thomas trade uh, start off with that um, Watson likes to sling the ball downfield. Uh, Demarius Thomas is a big, big body for him. He doesn't quite have the speed that um, Fuller had before he went out with his ACL injury, but he'll be a great addition for uh, Deshaun Watson to be able to um, have it be another option for Deshaun. Uh, this kind of hurts Kiki Kuti a little bit, um, but. I think overall it's good for the team itself. I would like to see um, Demarius get traded to the Patriots, but I don't really think they needed another another receiver, so they're not really hurting by that. Um, the Golden Tate to Philadelphia trade, that was an interesting trade for both parties. Um, the, the Detroit Lions are kind of in the playoff race. I don't really understand why they would trade them away. But Philadelphia, it would be perfect for them in a way. But it does hurt Zach Ertz a little bit because these two guys kind of operate in the same part of the field. So I'm not sure how they're going to work Golden Tate in. It also hurts Nelson Aguilar who kind of thrived in the slot position these last this last year and a half. It's going to hurt him a little bit because he's going to have to play on the outside a lot more. Um, but he, he, he definitely thrived in the slot position. He's been playing the a little bit more outside this year, but last year was one of his best years as a pro. So uh, definitely an interesting trade for the Detroit Lions. Um, Kenny, Kenny Galladay and... And Marvin Jones should benefit the most from Golden Tate getting traded. That's about 10 receptions a game or 10 targets a game. That's going to be split up between those two guys. So I think that trade will be awesome for all Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay owners. So look forward to that. And then um, very good trade. Uh... The Clinton Dix trade that's gonna that's gonna boost this uh, Washington 
D, Washington Redskins defense up to the top five in the league. Um, they get a pass rush now. They have two great safeties in DJ Swearinger and now Quentin Dix. So if you got a tight end that's playing Washington, you may want to look the, the other way because they're going to lock that field, those hash marks down. That tight end is not going to be able to get off as good, get off the line as good as um, he would against other teams. Got two of the top three graded out safeties in the league on one team and one backfield. <laughs> That's awesome for that team. So, look, and then this team gets a great pass rush. They have good corners with Josh Norman, and now they have a good, good safety core. Um, this is going to be a top three defense in the league. So if you're um, if you're out there on your waiver wires this week, look for the Washington Redskins defense. I think they get. I'm not sure who they play this week, but I think they have a pretty favorable matchup this week. And with that defense, um, it's gonna it's gonna they're gonna show really early how good that defense can be. This week, they're going to be playing Atlanta. So, if you're an Austin Hooper owner, um, you may want to think about think about it before you have him starting this week. I mean, it's not like Matt and Ryan look for him anyway. But we're going to see how good this secondary can be this week. They will be tested early um, with Julio Jones. So, Definitely look look at Washington for weeks to come. Maybe not this week, but for weeks to come. Look at that Washington defense and special teams set. And one more trade that happened late was the Dante Fuller to Dante Fowler, sorry, to the L.A. Rams. Uh, it's a great pickup for these for the L.A. Rams. I would have liked to see him go more more towards a linebacker for that team. But Dante Fuller gets a pretty good pass rush. So I think with Dante Fuller in, added to that team, they'll get a really good pass rush. And it just so happens they play the New Orleans Saints this week, which is the game of the week. I'm not sure if he'll play immediately. But if he does play, look for him to try to get after Drew Brees this week. The trade out, another trade-out was interested in and it was the uh, Ty Montgomery to the Baltimore Ravens this ultimately uh, is a uh, not sure how they're going to work him in but it ultimately hurts Buck Allen doesn't really hurt Alex Collins any because he's going to be the big back in that backfield so first two downs pretty much Alex Collins owns um, so I'm not sure how they're going to work Ty Montgomery in uh, maybe they'll throw him in as the fourth receiver. They already have a really good receiving core, which I've spoke about in the past. But I'm not 100% sure what they're going to do with um, Ty Montgomery for the Ravens offense. But I think the Green Bay Packers was just trying to get him off the team because he was a little bit of a downer for the locker room. Um, and now, sizzling six. Alright, so this week's Sizzling Six, I think this is my best one yet. This is the one that's going to win some games for teams this week, especially if you're a Tom Brady owner. Let's, let's, let's hop right into it. So, Sizzling Six, quarterback for, of the week. 
I got Tom Brady, and this is not so much about Tom Brady. Uh, we know what he can do every week, week in, week out. We know what this guy can do. This is more so about the Green Bay Packers. Um, they got rid of Clinton Dix, who's a great player. Now he's in Washington. Uh, they better hope Clay Matthews can get a pass rush. If not, I look forward to seeing the um, Green Bay Packers secondary get lit up by Tom Brady. Coming in at running back for the week, we got Christian McCaffrey, who had a great week last week. I look for I look for that week that great week he had last week. I look for him to capitalize on that this week. Um, the Carolina Panthers are playing extremely well. And they have a favorable matchup this week against a very, 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 very soft Tampa Bay defense. Um, this has the potential to be a shootout with Fitz Magic in the game. But I think Carolina at home will be too much for Tampa Bay. So look for McCaffrey to get run through that defense, catch passes out of the backfield on that defense, and ultimately score on that defense. So Christian McCaffrey, that's your sizzling running back for the week. Also, Amari Cooper, and this is an interesting, this is an interesting sizzling six player for the week, seeing that he plays for the Dallas Cowboys now. One reason why I have Amari Cooper as a as my sizzling six wide receiver is because he's had two weeks off. He's fresh. He hasn't had a great year. He's pissed off that he got traded from Oakland to to Dallas. So. He's out there to prove something. So why not do it on Monday Night Football against the Tennessee Titans, against the soft Malcolm Butler, who hasn't played a great game since um, regular season last year for the Patriots. So I see Amari Cooper coming out and making a statement on his first game with the star on his helmet. Jordan Reed at tight end. Now, I'm not really a big Redskins fan, but I can't deny what the Redskins are doing this year. They're actually looking like a really good team. They're extremely aggressive in the trade deadline, and now their offense looks great. And the best thing about Jordan Reed this week, he gets a weak secondary who's lost pretty much everybody in their backfield for um, the Atlanta Falcons. So... He's gonna get free releases off the off the line, and I look I look for Alex Smith to look for him all day long, seeing that he doesn't have receivers right now. I think Jordan Reed eats this week. And my defense of the week, oh my God, I get so tired, I get so tired of picking on Nathan Peterman, but seeing that he's starting, my defense of the week is gonna be the Chicago Bears. I look for. Even if Khalil Mack doesn't start or doesn't play, he didn't play last week, so even if he doesn't play, I look for all these other guys on the Chicago Bears defense to eat. I think Terrell Pryor might get some burn in at quarterback for the Buffalo Bills this week with um, Nathan after Nathan Peterman has a dreadful first quarter. So look for Terrell Pryor to get a little burn, maybe. Maybe, I don't even know who the second guy for that offense is. But right now, Chicago Bears, that defense is going to eat all 
day long. And my kicker of the week, Will Lutz. He is money in the Superdome. And it's the game of the week. You got New Orleans Saints against the L.A. Rams in the Superdome on on Sunday evening football. I got to go with my guy Will Lutz, partly because they're in the Dome, and he doesn't hardly miss in the Dome. Look for Will Lutz to have a good day this Sunday. Woo! Now, that is my best sizzling six that I have put out since I've been doing this for about two to three weeks now. And I hope all three of the, all six of those players get some burn for you this week and win win your matchup for you. All right, guys. I I'm gonna, like I said, I got to cut it short this week. I don't know if I'll be recording next week. Um, I'll be out of town for a week, so I don't know if I'll be recording for week ten. If you follow me on tw- Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh uh, i will try to get some stuff posted um just kind of keep you up to date with the week of how uh maybe some inactives and uh, as well as some um injuries for the week just check my twitter um i guess so you can tweet me or you can email me at janisfuse at gmail.com and i can try to get your questions answered on Twitter or on the radio on the podcast so please hit me up and thank you for tuning in to my podcast wherever you may be listening to your podcast and please check out some of the DMV Sports Network's other podcasts which are all now available on a daily basis Um, my podcast comes out Fantasy Fever with Marcus Hemingway every Thursday on the dmvsportsnetwork.com and you can follow DMV Sports Network at dmv underscore sn so once again ladies and gentlemen boys and girls all fantasy football lovers thank you for tuning in see you next time